what's going on guys welcome back to another episode of beyond the senses podcast i'm cam and i'm joined today again with my host boogie what's up man what's up everybody 2024 we're here christmas is over new year is over and we're back yeah and um we did the uh one of the first movies of the year and we're gonna go into that a little bit uh talk about night swim which um i'm kind of glad we both didn't have like the biggest expectations for this because you know we we all know the january horror movies we know how it goes but i think uh, every year every year whenever the january horror movies come out i'm like I know that I know there's a big possibility it's going to just suck or be lackluster, but I guess I kind of hold out hope that like this year it's going to be different. (laughs) See, for me, like I, I still like, I don't know. Like I, I guess that same thing happens for me. Like I still have the hope for it. And then a movie like Night Swim didn't look half bad, but like, but. I don't know, man. It's still kind of it kind of proves it again. Um that I feel like they just I don't know. I've always heard they just don't make the cut twenty twenty three and then they just show like shove it right in the beginning of the next year, you know? Oh, you think it was supposed to possibly like early early twenty twenty four movies possibly would have came out in twenty twenty three? I just hear that sometimes. Like it's like they say it's like, oh, like it, it didn't make the the cut like you know you got 12 months of the year and it couldn't be placed in any of those or whatever or even near the like end a- of 2023 so then they're like oh well let's just throw it at the beginning of 2024 maybe you, that doesn't happen but i've heard that but when you explain it like that it's like almost like a b-side of 2023 yeah pretty much yeah it's like the ones that didn't get the love like yeah or didn't yep. even get a chance to get loved but I mean, to me, it's like, like, well, yeah, before I was just saying to me, it just seems like a lot of people say this, too. It's like Hollywood just pushes these horror movies out early in the year because it's not I guess they save the best for later in the year. Yeah, right. Which is I don't like that. I don't like that process if that's how they do it, because it's like, aren't you trying to put out something good all year? Yeah, and then last year we got Megan like at the beginning of the year. I don't think no, I think Megan was a January release. January or February one. I think it was January though. Yeah. Yeah, and that I mean it wasn't fantastic, but I like Megan, and they're making a second one. Yeah, I like this more than Megan though. I think. Think so. I like Megan more for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of wondering what the sequel is going to be. You heard about the sequel? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. I heard there's going to be a sequel. I haven't heard about like details. It's supposed to be Terminator Two style, so she's going to turn uh, good, and there's going to be another doll that comes into the picture named oh. Amelia, and then Amelia is going to be the bad doll. So yeah, oh, that's but, interesting. But yeah, so I don't know. Um, we both went to see Night Swim, and we're both kind of disappointed. I mean, I wasn't I guess disappointed. Say, I, don't know, I guess, yeah. but I just was like. Well, first off, I went in with no expectations, and I don't even know if I've seen the full trailer. I know I've seen the teaser a few times, at least twice or three times. The teaser, and the teaser was like, doesn't show much at all. Not at all, yeah. Not at all, and I'm like, okay, this is cool, because uh, water, underwater scary idea to me. <laughs> right. And, and uh, 
what could possibly be in a pool. I had no fucking clue. But after we seen the movie, the uh, what is beneath the pool is cool. I keep hearing myself talk for some reason, but um, beneath the pool is like the origin of the of what's in this pool is cool. But like I mentioned in a review that I had wrote on Letterboxd was like they didn't touch on that nearly enough. I don't think. Yeah, I just I don't know. Like the I've seen the trailer, the small, the short trailer, the teaser, but I also saw the pool party one where they kind of show like more of the plot and everything. And it actually got me more excited for it. But then when it initially came out, I had just heard. I mean, I don't I don't always go by the ratings, but I, I just, the first ones were like, yeah, this isn't too good. And um, still ended up going to see it, though. And I still was like, you know, I don't know. It's like the start of the year. So it's like watching the first horror movie. I was excited. Like, I was like, you know, hoping it was solid. Yeah. Um, but like, the yeah, whole, speaking of. Oh yeah, go well, ahead. I'm well, sorry. thing, like I was down for it, but I just don't think the movie does enough with it. Like, yeah, it does. I don't know. Like, and I like the casting. Like, Wyatt Russell was pretty good. The, I like the, the daughter too. Yeah, like everything on that front was fine. It's just the execution, I think, in this matter. Like, you know, like the way things went through the movie and then the ending. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, the ending is very like lackluster. It just kind of ends. But uh, I want to go back to that pool scene you mentioned. There's a scene in the movie, which is not really a spoiler, but there's a scene in the movie. It's a pool party, and it's in the daytime. And um, that whole scene just felt, for the most part, I mean, it obviously goes somewhere. Um, but like all the people there at the pool party, like these random people, and that scene just felt like um, when they focus in on like that big dude in the pool. That bald guy. Oh yeah, they play chick. They play chicken with you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude just felt so random. Like, and a lot of those people just felt random, and they kind of right. give them those small, small speaking roles. And I'm like, this just feels like it was like it shouldn't even been in a movie, really. But right. I mean, I, I yeah. guess I'm nitpicking it, but I don't know. No, I mean it's yeah, it just. I don't know, like Blumhouse too. Like, how are you with Blumhouse right now? Like, with their films, because a lot of people are getting on this this train of like, they're like, okay, that's it, y'all chance, like y'all just uh, putting yeah. out some dumb horror movies at this point, you know? Yeah, I'd have to go back and like actually look at the past few releases that they did, because and then make my judgment off of that, because I can't remember offhand, but. They did do the Halloween movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. and we do like those. And yeah, yeah. those are so divided. They they always were going to be, but I feel like the rest of Blumhouse, I'm saying, is like, like yeah, Five Nights yeah. at Freddy's, that was not good. To me, at least, it wasn't. A lot of people... Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard yeah. the same thing as you're saying. A lot of people was like, it wasn't really that good. And Man, uh, it's, just, man it's just not, Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I wonder why. Like, I wonder what's up with that. If they're going, if their quality's dropping like that, like, I wonder what's going on with that. But but. See, I don't think their quality's dropping for everybody. That's the thing. It's like, it's like they got fans that loved it. Like, but it's the fandom of, I think, the game in that, in that situation. But oh, I thought you meant as Blumhouse as a whole. They don't think it's losing any quality. I mean, if you want to look at like, you know, they they put out Totally Killer. They put out Freaky. They put out, um. Happy Death Day 1 and 2. They put out the meta stuff, you know. 
Um, I don't think they put before out... then they like early on. Then they put out some like really good stuff. Wasn't yeah, Insidious I mean, Blumhouse or no? So, yeah. Um, I th- maybe not. Think that I don't know. No, that might be some some other company. But it's just like I don't know. They it's it's just so. I think the like really big horror fans are maybe starting to critique them. Whereas the people that are just like, oh, I like Five Nights at Freddy's, those people are like, this is great. So I don't know. It just goes by who you are, I guess. But I think we yeah, both didn't really. We kind of sitting at the same point with Night Swim. Um, yeah, I like, like I said, I like the uh, backstory of like what the pool thing is about, and that was cool. Uh, it kind of, I don't even want to say this because it kind of feels, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of like a. Japanese whole it's like it's got this Japanese thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I know what part you're talking about. Yeah, and that kind of just reminded me of like all the Japanese horror, which is cool. It's a vibe. Like it's a vibe. You think that's kind of like a weird weird backstory. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a weird backstory, but um the lake it's it's okay. Well, spoiler alert, there's a lake. I'm not gonna say much, but there's a lake that's involved with this pool, and that's cool because it's like from however long ago this was, it's been like this. And then as time went by, a pool got built over it, etc. You know, but yeah. that's cool. But, uh, yeah, most of it was just lackluster. I liked some of the, are there multiple like fucking creatures in this thing? No, I think it's just one, right? It's like, oh, is it just one or something? I thought it was. Oh, okay. And it's just like, it, with like the 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 victims we see, I think it's just like one creature getting these victims. I don't think it's multiple, but maybe I'm looking at it as because whenever it whenever this entity takes over its victim, it it gives the victim a look, right? You uh, know what I'm saying, like a uh, yeah. Wyatt Russell character. Okay, yeah, which, yeah, you're right. But uh which how do you feel about that? I thought that was like not really that great either. It's like no, okay. that's the thing, dude. That's the that's the whole point. Like <laughs> you don't feel like the, the family just kinda like gives up. Yeah, but it does feel like that. Yeah. Way, not in a way of like they even tried much. Like they kind of just like are like, Yep, this is how the pool works. We have to obey it. That's it. And it's like um <laughs> Okay, and then at the end, like how it wraps, it's just like, it's like okay, well, this is our life now. Like it just, yeah. it just doesn't really seem like there was any. You just give yourself up to the horror, like you don't see that that exciting like final end. Like it's, it looks like it wants to be that, but it just doesn't. It doesn't yeah, come across that way. Yeah, they kind of make it seem like they're uh, they're moving past the whole situation. Yeah. But I don't know. It, like, it does feel odd. It does feel off. Like I, I don't know how can you, how can you just move on past that? You don't even question. You don't even no. want. Like, yeah, <laughs> nothing. It's just that's the way it is. And like that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It. Yeah. Well, I kind of mentioned in my review too uh, about Wyatt Russell's character. He's a baseball player who I got hurt, and he um, he's going through like physical therapy and stuff like that. But he reminded me of Mark Hamill from. Um, body bags and i was like well only because only because he's a baseball player in a horror movie but in in body bags in the eye segment uh mark hamill does turn evil you know what i'm saying he because in basically he gets an eye transplant and his eye is from i'm talking about body bags now so 
in that, Mark Hamill gets his eye transplant um, from, but his eye comes from a serial killer. And so he starts seeing visions of what this serial killer did, right? So that's cool. He kind of turns into this evil character. Oh, wow. Why Russell? Why Russell does kind of turn into an evil character at one point too. So there is that correlation too. And they, and they both are baseball players. And that just kind of came in my mind. But um, but yeah, you haven't seen Body Bags. I thought you seen Body I Bags. Have, yeah, and I, that's one of those that I need to rewatch because I loved it the first time. That's yeah. when I first started getting into like Scream Factories too. It's a really um. I don't know, like memorable. Yeah, that's an OG um, release, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, I didn't yeah, connect nice those two, but I do like the baseball aspect that they went with. That was fun. I kind of like yeah. that backstory, but it's, it, I mean, I don't know. The whole movie in general just wasn't lining up right with like what it was trying to do, I don't think. Um, yeah, some people. Some people were looking. I was looking at comments on YouTube, and some people were like, "I wonder why why Russell even took the role." And some people think that he had some kind of obligation for Universal, and so they were like, "Okay, well, if you're under contract or something like that, you're gonna have to do this movie. You can't get out of it. You have to do uh, this movie." You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So I don't know if that's the truth or not, but uh, yeah, as a whole, it's definitely a disappointing movie in the way that it's not really it's not really a good movie. It's got it's got moments, I guess, a little bit like it's like moments here and there that i kind of liked um yeah me too part, yeah. there's a part where you go in there's a part in the pool uh where like there's a, all the all the victims of this of the of the entity kind of like surround underwater and that's kind of cool yeah that part was kind of scary it was kind of scary so, yeah. water yeah. underwater is kind of a scary concept already and it, it sucks is, that, yeah. and it actually, sucks that they kind of squandered it though because i mean they could have done more with it i think yeah well like I didn't have a fear of swimming pools when I was younger, but they kind of freaked me out a little bit because, like, swimming at night is kind of scary-ish in a way. Yeah, to me, yeah. it was. So I thought the concept was cool, and, I and like, we don't get often pool horror, but I don't know. This really didn't make me want much more of it. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're going to get more pool horror. Well, like this, because this is kind of like... As far as a concept, we haven't really seen this. I know, right? Yeah. I think but, um, yeah. I think I give it like a five and a half out of five uh, out of ten. Yeah, I think I'm at a five. Yeah, I think I was at a five or a five and a half too. I was like right around there too. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, um, another fucking January, another damn January movie that's just gonna get forgotten. Yeah. But I mean, oh well, I guess. Which is, but I'm just it goes back. Huh. I'm still excited for the year though, like all the oh, new yeah. stuff that's coming out. Yeah, some people was like, "Oh, what a what a down start to the year," but it's like you can say that about almost every year because all the early horror movies from like every yeah, year really. seem to be like you know not the best. But all right, whatever. What's the next movie coming out? You said Founders Day, right? Which I don't, I don't know if oh, I'm gonna go yeah. see that or not. But well, see, I don't know if that's even getting a wide release now. Uh, like, cause I don't hear it being one of those that's like. Like, you know, on a level of like Thanksgiving or anything like that. But I did see the trailer before Thanksgiving, I think, which was kind of strange. You saw that trailer like, not Founders being Day before Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I, I don't think it's being marketed a lot, so who knows? But And you saw the damn trailer for Long Legs, right? I didn't get to yes, see that. Yes, dude. Yes. 
That's yeah, so crazy. Which actually, actually goes in in kind of a. It kind of goes in. I don't know oh, what you want yeah. to say. Ties into today's yeah. uh, episode because of the director. Um, yeah, Oz Perkins. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, man, you checked out that teaser. No, I still didn't check it. I need to check it out. You know what? Did you see it's the movie? Did you see Nice Women at AMC? Yes. Okay, that's probably why I went to see mine at Movie Tavern. So. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why I didn't so get it. I think the only trailer I got in Florida, where I'm at, um, Cinemark probably would have been where I went, and I don't know if they would have showed different trailers for that. But I did. I did see Nice Women at AMC. Um, and yeah, man, that that was a solid weird teaser i mean just it, it's so unsettling and when you check it out you'll you'll see why and like it's a teaser so don't, don't expect like what's going on going on but it's it's kind of like what the hell like nice yeah i, I mean I'm, I, I'm definitely excited for that because i'm a big oz perkins fan uh i mean the movie we're talking about tonight is from him obviously but he also directed um black coat's daughter so Dude, I keep forgetting about that movie. I need to get that. Yeah. I've seen yeah, it, and that. I like it a lot. I just want to pick it up. I like it a lot, too. I don't like it as much as Gretel and Hansel, but I do like it a lot. I think it's it's way more... It's more R. It's an R movie compared to Gretel and Hansel, but... Right. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was Night Swim. Um, uh, do you want to get into something you watched uh, this week? Um, or do you want to explain that we're not kind of we're kind of doing a little bit different thing here on the episodes here? We're not going to really be focusing on news, really. I think we might talk about it here and there when there's some stuff come up, maybe that we want to talk about, but we won't. It won't follow that necessarily. Yeah, and that's mainly just because like we're gonna get the conversation started, talking about a movie or two, and then get into the yeah. weekly or just episode One watch. Movie that we've yeah that we've picked. Which are still back to our original original programming now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how we were doing before all the holidays, um, it's kind of just back to a decade and episode, which we both, I think we're having a good time with that. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, we're on the 2020s, and that's why we landed on Greta and Boogie's pick this week. Yeah. So you want you want to just get into the movie because I know we talked about before the episode. Um, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, I think Night Swim. Okay. You know, it's going to be both of our picks this week. We both saw right. it. Um, and but usually, about it, so. right? But usually, like going forward, we'll have we we'll each get we'll each we'll each talk about one movie that we watched um, during the time that we didn't record, and so we'll talk right. about one movie that we both watched. Yeah, because I mean, we both watch, and we another thing with that too, we both watched. You know, a lot of similar, same things even. But um, I feel like sometimes that's what line up to where we both watch something completely different. So just get the conversation started. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, so I guess. Why did, you pick, why did you pick this week's title? I'm just curious. Uh, well, I was looking, well, obviously, like every every decade that I have, when it's my turn, I just, I mean, I'm sure it's the same with you. I just literally scour over all the releases from. Mm. that decade year by year and uh, in the 2020s you kind of pull a short end of the stick in that way because right, like, you yeah. only have you only have three years in the 2020s and um i felt when i was looking at it like 2021 and above like 2021 2022 2023 felt so not long ago 
And I felt like those movies were like, I just talked about them or I just watched them and I'm still kind of, um, what's the word? Kind of like, it's fresh. They're still, they're still fresh in my memory. Yeah. So yeah. 2020 was the furthest. So I was like, well, let me pick something out of 2020. And actually the first movie I was going to pick was going to be, um, Brian Bertino's, um, the dark and the wicked, which is a good movie too. It's a very bleak movie. <laughs> um, but I ended up not going with that, and I ended up going uh, with Osgood Perkins' um, Gretel and Hansel because I think Gretel and Hansel from 2020 was either my first or second favorite horror movie of the year. So it's funny too how like, it's funny too how like we have to, well, we feel like we have to, like how you said we you you know you only have three years to pick from for the this decade, mm-hmm. and like it's like we feel like we have to reach back a little bit because we don't want something that's super recent because we already talked about it. So, right. right. So yeah, I I get why you wanted to kind of go back to even 2020 out of the last three years, even though man, the last three years have had some good shit. Oh yeah. It had a lot of good stuff, but it was like, I felt like if we didn't talk about it on the podcast, it still feels fresh in my memory because it wasn't that long ago, you know? Right. Yeah. So I wanted to go back a little bit. Stuff I would love to talk about. <laughs> 2022, yeah. Yeah, like we, we talked about like, some 2022 yeah. stuff from an on a podcast. We talked about some 2022 stuff. Yeah, but like not in not as an not episode. In depth. Yeah, in depth on how much we like it, all the details about it, you know. Yeah. Which is what we're gonna do today. But um, yeah. um do you want to get into the movie? Yeah, man. Because I want to say first off too. I'm glad you picked this because you know just as well as me. I didn't like it the first time. The f- as you didn't much like it at all. Time. No, no, no. I did like it. I, I did okay. like it. But the thing is about me. So I, I really like fairy tales. But I feel like I used to be a lot more. I feel like I, I'm not. I mean, if I like a movie, I, re- I can really enjoy it. I do have my five out of fives, you know. But mm-hmm. I mean. If I don't like something about a movie, it takes a bit to pull me back in to give it a higher rating. So, like, you know, as I'm watching Gerda and Hanzo, I guess the first time around, it didn't feel like it was doing a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And in the ending, which isn't a bad ending to me, but it it just doesn't hit as hard as I want it to. But the rest of the movie has a lot to like about it that I just didn't see the first time around. Like... I yeah, don't know. That's I, why like it's, I think, he yeah, I think it. it's important. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people were like, well, about the um, subject of rewatches and should you rewatch movies and all this stuff. Well, I think rewatches are, it can be, rewatches can be, you know, uh, beneficial, especially in your in your case or my case too. You know, if you watch a movie from 2020, which is now going on four years now, uh, and you didn't care for it and you rewatch it, you got a little whole new appreciation for it or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, like it's it kind of goes in, dude. We we are literally like, not to get all deep, but we're literally changing and growing every day. So like, our minds and our and what we like and dislike are changing yeah. all the time. So like, I mean, it's movies, like it's it's like art form. So like, I mean, right? It's her thinking is gonna change. So like, why not go back and maybe revisit something you haven't seen in a bit and see if you like it more. It happened for me many times and I'm glad I now have more favorites, you know, that I oh, can yeah. call favorites because of that. So I think as long as you stay open-minded and you go into it 
wanting to possibly find something that you didn't like about it before that you might like yeah. now. You know what I mean? I'm sure you might find something. But um but yeah, man, let's get into uh let's get into this week's pick and that's gonna be, like we said, twenty twenties Osgood Perkins Hansel and Gretel. No, okay, no, no, well Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel, Jesus Christ. This dude from Osgood Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you gotta keep that in. But um yeah. Gretel and Hansel, twenty twenty, Osgood Perkins. Uh before we get into our discussion or or just our chat about it, I wanted to just I wanted to let the listeners know too that we're gonna change something up here too as well with our movies. Usually we did this whole intro thing to the movie where we kinda like did our budget and all this other stuff. But I mean in reality, all the stuff that I that we mentioned before the movie, you can find yourself on Google. So it's nothing that we're telling you you're like learning for the first time or that we have this information only. Like literally you can find it like we found it. And so we're gonna save you that time and we're just gonna talk about the movie. <laughs> Sounds good to you. <laughs> cool. Okay, well. Um Gretel and Hansel. It's obviously a horror movie turned from like a fairy tale, like we talked about. Um, did you ever read Gretel and Hansel when you were little? Like, did you, were you ever yeah, like, yeah, for sure. And that's why, like, it's one of those that I think, um, it's like one of my more, like when I'm thinking of like, okay, so not to get into this either, but we're getting these public domain horror movies oh, now. Yeah. I just thought about that. That's funny you mentioned that. Like whenever I said the fairy tale thing, I was thinking about the public domain stuff. It's a it's a prominent thing right now. You know, the other day, I don't know if you've seen it. Well, yeah, I, I think I showed you. Uh, the Mouse. original Mickey Mouse is now Steamboat yeah. Willie is now public domain. And of course, they already had a team lining up a horror movie for it and it's coming out. It, it's probably not even barely made they probably just took some photos real quick and made a poster and was like okay we're making this now (laughs) but like it's not the same thing but a fairy tale is a story that we're used to in a certain way and then you make it a horror movie because it's it's crazy like it's like it doesn't always work to me but this is entire first off i feel like the story is is deemed one that works with horror like it's a witch okay we got a witch in this so yeah i feel like uh, i, I like don't know I feel like it, it works better than doing mickey mouse or winnie the pooh or like <laughs> right yeah. you know it just works and it oz perkins you know he's a great director and like he i think i think it works that's it he proves it does with this that's it oh yeah it definitely works i think um i don't i don't remember necessarily all the ins and out of um gretel and hansel or hansel or hansel and gretel how they called it you know um i don't remember everything that happens in that story but i mean obviously you know the gist of it is their brother and sister and the witch captures them and wants to eat them etc etc and so that's obviously prime for like a horror movie adaptation really if you think about it and so it makes sense um but what he did here was like, I don't know. It's like he kind of changed it up in ways. He kind of made so Sophia Lillis plays Gretel in here, and she's definitely like 
obviously the movie the book was called what Hansel and Gretel which was Hansel's name first so right, he obviously yeah. put Gretel's name first so I mean it's more emphasis on her is more importance on her character as opposed to Hansel right would you right, say yeah right yeah and um which is cool that they are we talking spoilers with this yeah I say I say um been long enough I don't know you think so yeah, uh, I guess so. I mean, I guess we can. I, I don't know. I don't. Uh, we don't have to say deep some, stuff, but yeah, yeah. We don't have to necessarily be around the bush. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if the movie's been out, especially, I mean, go watch it first, actually, and then come listen right. to us talk about it. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I was going to say is because what they decided to do with this as version of Gretel and Hansel, Hansel and Gretel, was make Gretel herself a witch. I know which I I think I forgot about that really and like that is what like I think is it it makes it like its own thing but sticks to the fairy tale to where it's not like oh this is like too much or whatever like it just kind of works especially with oh, her yeah. as the main like yep as the main character yeah I, what's cool about it too is they make her the witch they make her also a witch it's just like. I don't think many people were probably going to expect that going into the movie that she was going to be a witch also. I forgot about that. About it, dude. You forgot about it whenever you went in to watch it? The second time. Because, like, this viewing. Because, like, I just... Yeah. I... It kind of fits... Like, um... I, it's not a period piece, really. I mean, I guess you could... It feels like it. It feels like it, but that's what I'm about to say. It the way that feels they talk. like it. It feels like it, but I think it feels even more like it because they make her a witch, so you can connect that to witch the the witch trial period. Like it fits yeah. more into that in the woods and everything. Like we've gotten that in other horror movies, and I just feel like it finds its place better with that. You know, so yeah, it's funny you mentioned the witch trial thing because uh, back to Sophia Lillis and her being a witch in the movie is like. Her character, and we just talked about it too, putting her ahead of Hanzo in the title. It's like, there's definitely this um, focus and importance on her. And just, I guess it would be women in general, you know, because I think her, well, well, let's just say this. Whenever they're, her, um, Greta and Hanzo's mom's kind of like, they show her living with the mom and the mom kind of kicks them out early on. So they're kind of on their own, right? And so they have to find like jobs here and there or just places to stay. And this is definitely like an olden time where women were treated differently, differently than they are now. Right. So, uh, either they're used for sex or cleaning, cooking, you know, they don't, you don't do much besides that as a woman, as obviously as how men look at the women in this movie, you know, um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. I'm not even high. (laughs) Do you think, um, like this should be rated PG 13? Yeah, I don't think you could. Uh, I mean, I don't think it does enough to give it an R necessarily. Right, Although like, I'm saying, like, do you think this, like, you know, could have, like, if he would have pushed it more, you know, do you see it being a better, better as an R? Uh, oh, ah, uh, I mean, it, it's possible. It could be. It, it's possible, but I, mean, I say that it, because, like, it, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> Dark, like right. Dark. 
dark. Well, yeah, I'm glad you touched on the PG-13 because I was going to touch on this at least one point before we finished the episode. But like, it definitely feels like it pushes the boundaries for a PG-13 movie. I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, wouldn't wouldn't our version from him from Osgood Perkins be better? Yeah. Maybe because I mean, obviously, horror goes there in ways that we love our rated horror movies, but for a PG-13 horror movie. I think it's dark enough and it yeah. goes and it goes far enough, you know? Right. Yeah. I never, I never, uh, I never was wanting more from it. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah. And I mean, do they have any kills in this besides, you know, the finale? Like, uh, I think there is some, huh? Um, trying to think. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. We got an arrow to the face. <laughs> Of who? What was that about? Oh, that was that. What was that? Was that a fucking creature? I don't know. Well, no, I think that was just a random peddler or something like. Right, but he looked fucking off. Yeah, right, right, right. But that's the thing I think, you know, helps with the, like, kind of goes back into the, the environment and what they're living in in this movie. I mean, like, they're let go from their mother and they really don't know where to go. Yeah. And, you know, you come across this freak in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Before they come across that freak in the woods, though, what I want to touch too is like that guy that they do come. Well, no, they come across the freak in the woods first, right? They found, yeah, they found yeah, the right. cave and they just sleep in the bed. Like, obviously someone's living here, but right. they're like, fuck <laughs> it. We need some sleep. And then all of a sudden they notice someone's next to them and the thing just screams at them. Like, it doesn't even say anything. It's kind of like yells. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, which right. is like, what is is this a human or is it some kind of fucking offshoot of a human? And then we, because it gets killed, right? It gets an arrow to the forehead yeah, right. or whatever by this other figure that comes into the story for a second, and he kind of saves him. He gives him a bath and feeds him and stuff like that, and kind of tells him to go here if you want to survive and stuff like that, which is cool. But whenever he comes into the movie and we got that little thing from the cave, it felt like it was fantastical for sure. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, but I don't mind that because no, no, me neither. I don't know, man. Like it, kind it fits the fairy tale like vibe, right? Yeah, it does. Me, like, like, because this isn't your like normal. I mean, like we don't get releases like this all the time. So yeah, like I feel like it just doesn't. It's not your normal like Blumhouse horror movie. Like this is. The quality of it is more, it's higher, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Speaking yeah, of so quality, like, I mean, it's a like beautiful I movie. Like, putting this out, possibly. Right, yeah, you it feels know? like a 24-ish movie, for yeah, sure. So, yeah. like, you know, that's, I don't know, that in as a whole, I think, is, like, a reason why it just... It stands out more, like, and that's why Oz Perkins, like, we got, he got his new movie coming out. And it raises interest more, I think, because like if he could do, I mean, I know this movie is middle ground, actually. What you like, mean? I, I think it's better than uh, average. Oh yeah, but if you look at the reviews of it on Letterboxd stuff, it's kind of low. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Which surprises me. I don't know what the fuck people are watching, honestly. But yeah, oh, I mean, they, well, maybe they're maybe they're expecting more from it. I don't understand it really. I but. Think that's what I thought the first time around. But man, like that's why I'm saying give it a rewatch. I mean, there's other movies, right. there's other movies like Strangers Prey at Night. I want to rewatch that. 
You know, yeah. because I feel like I'm going to change my view on these movies. Like, if we revisit them, we talking about them. It's just, I guess I'm just paying attention more. And, like, I'm, yeah. not, a, I'm not setting this bar, I guess. You know, yeah. so. Well, let's talk about what makes this movie, to me, is the way it looks. First and foremost, oh, yeah. I think. I think that's the the like the thing that it this movie should be known for is how it looks and how it makes you feel about how it looks like cinematography out of this world it's just ridiculous like even in the setting like the set the sets like the 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 wilderness and stuff like that is yeah. beautiful man it's I know, stark yeah. contrast too um are we gonna i mean i'm sure we would touch on the tree scene when like with sophia lewis and the score kicks in yeah such that's, a good score right there, piece right there too, yeah. It is, yeah. And like it goes in hand in hand with not only the forest scenery looks awesome, but the yeah. score. And then her I like rob. witch her <laughs> her implication of being a witch right there. Like yep. it's just yep. It's like she figures she has some kind of power, yeah. Yeah, and like it's just it works, man. It's so good. Yep. That was before that was before they actually got to the witch's house, or was it after? I don't remember. At the moment, I think that's I think that's right before something. Um, okay, I believe so. Uh, but yeah, like all, everything before the witch's house, I was still like, you know, we know the story. Like they're gonna get to the witch's house, you know, and we, you know, and like that's I think that's another thing that people critique too is like, okay, you got this story. What is going on? Like, why is there a guy with an arrow? Like, well, I like the hunter point of view. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Like adding that in. But like, some people feel like that's extra fluff just to make it a horror movie, I guess. Not me. Um, I feel like it adds to the story. I mean, that's overall, what I like, think so too. But when they want, I feel like it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, it's like whenever we do get a, a, a movie of a property, like maybe like Super Mario movie or something. Like, yeah. Okay. So it's Super Mario, and then we're going to make a movie on it. But are y'all gonna like fluff it up and make him have like this big backstory and all that? So some oh, people don't want saying, that. Yeah. yeah. So then this extra like hunter stuff and like them getting kicked out, like you know, because people are waiting for that witch's house part. Yeah. They're trying to build up Hansel and Gretel. What's that? They're trying to, they're trying to build up Hansel and Gretel. Uh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And you gotta kind of you gotta accept that. That's it. That's the type of movie it is. Like I know people want the witch and all, but like literally, look at the title. <laughs> it's about right. Gretel and Hansel. You know. So, but I mean, when we do get to the witch, there's a lot to like with that too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alice Krieg or Krieg, um, she yeah. plays the witch. Right. Um, she's great. She's great as the witch. She's pretty creepy, but she's also like. I even said it in my review, like early when you first meet her, you obviously know it's a witch because you know what movie you're getting into already. But when you first meet her, like she doesn't seem like too. She's got this like calming name, not calming name. I don't know how to explain it. Like she's not off the bat like evil. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's um, she's kind of like trying uh, to lure them in. Like she's persuade, not persuasive, but I know what you're talking about. Like she's yeah, like they need somewhere to, yeah, like they need somewhere to stay. They need something to eat, and she provides them with that. And even there's a point where, where they she keeps giving them the food, and they kind of volunteer to do things around the house. And it's kind of like this mutual thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you do this for me, I'll feed you, and I'll give you a place to stay. So everything seems fine. 
And she she doesn't come off as like cunning or anything like that. But as obviously as they stay there longer, um, Sophia Lilith starts seeing visions and dreams, and she starts noticing things, and she realizes so, something's something's up more than what you see at face value. So we um we're gonna talk about the witch. We're yeah. you know obviously, but let's let's talk about before we get to the witch. We talked about. Sophia Lillis's Gretel. So like, let's talk about Hansel. Um, yeah, Samuel Leakey. Yeah, I think he's. Um, I love him. Good I love his character. Actor. Yeah, yeah. I like he's him a, a lot, man. He's a talented actor for sure. Yeah, he's a good actor, man. Like he, like every time he's on the screen, he, everything he says is like witty, and he's got a funniness to him. And but he's also very brave. It's he's 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 a he's a well rounded. Uh, multifaceted Hansel, really. I mean, he kind of Gretel is the main feature here, but I think Hansel is really solid too, actually. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he doesn't, he's not the star of it. And he kind of, as the movie goes on, uh, once he gets to the witch's house and stuff, he kind of becomes like almost like a back. He's not, he's not, he's he's in the back. He's not, he's not in the forefront anymore as he was before they got to the witch's house. You know, it's more on Sophia Lillis, but, um, but it kind of goes pretty, back. He's to, an important piece in the movie. I still think he's a good, yeah, like good it character. Goes back to what I said with the whole like, um, like it's you know they're back. Like you kind of get you like well you said it. Like you're building up Hansel and Gretel before the witch's house, yeah. and like they have like a good relationship. Like um, you really feel it near the end of the movie. I mean, you but you feel it yeah. throughout though because right that isn't isn't it like he's a deeper he's a deeper connection to her. Like he's like a poison to her. Right? Yeah. Because in a way, witch, yeah, they kind of make her like that. Yeah. Make well, him like that. That like your brother is your poison. Right. But was she saying that to try to get him eaten? Like for her not to care about him anymore or, or was it both true? And you know what I'm saying? It could like, was it true or was it false? <laughs> that she was saying no, that yeah, was the way she's trying know. to trick her. That's the thing, though. I feel like it's a deeper, like, because I looked at it as like, because, like, you know, if you're a brother and sister, you would hope to, you know, care about that other person. And I feel like she just meant that as he's your weakness. I didn't take it as he's a poison, like, he's gonna, like, no, literally. Yeah. yeah, I just took it as, like, a weakness, as, like, you're gonna mess up your decisions because of him. He's going to drag you down at the end of the day. Yeah. Like he's going to be the cause of, you know, like if you try to save him, like he's just going to cause you to get killed too or something. Yeah. You know, and she kind of, she kind of, agree, she kind of agrees with that at the end of the movie, obviously. Cause she lets him go like after they escaped the witch and stuff like that. And she kind of lets sets him on his own way. Yeah. But like right. when, I, when I was, when I was watching it for this, for the podcast, I was like, I understand that, but it's like he's still a young kid. <laughs> he's just like setting him on his right, way yeah. by himself. Like that's kind of fucked. <laughs> I kind of felt bad for him. She's like, he's a young kid, but obviously she's a witch, and so she even she can talk to animals and shit. She tells the she tells the horse how to bring him to where he's got to go yeah. and all this stuff like that. What you thought about that? Like she she communicates with other things. Like we see her talking to the mushrooms early on. Oh yeah, right, right. Which I mean, um, when that scene first comes around, I thought she was just asking it just because you know, like just let's see if it answers. You know, like it's a whimsical type thing. But yeah. we figure out she does have this kind of thing where she could talk to things. So. Yeah, talk to nature. Um, 
Yeah, how do you how you like the um the young witch? Like her actual form? Yeah, like she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Yeah, well, definitely she is, yeah. She's got <laughs> tattoos and shit like that too. Um what's funny though is like the old the old witch is just like a, a facade, right? Yeah, but like you see, it's it's not like I feel like it really trips you out with that because we don't get we get more of the old version and I feel like yeah that feels more true you know like it doesn't feel like it would be a young witch like why would she care about some kids you know but an old yeah. bitch well I mean even as a young witch, old bitch I think, witch we <laughs> like I think that she's old to try to get them to come like I guess they trust the old lady I don't know what's the what's the reasoning behind that I forgot she explains it in the movie but I forgot but even as a young witch, I mean, obviously she wants to eat children, even though she's a young yeah, I witch. <laughs> I guess she figures as an old witch, it's more easy to to lure kids in. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about the food at that witch's house because well, yeah, and this is gonna lead into the next thing I wanted to talk about, anyways, with the uh, cover art. But oh yeah, um, but when they talk, yeah, when they, they whenever, kind of go into with that with the food. Yeah, they find a witch's house, right? And then uh, the witch's house is already looks fucking cool. It's very aesthetically pleasing. The house itself, you know, it's very like I don't know, it's like triangle-ish, and it's just looks yeah, cool as give, fuck. He didn't give us the um the classic like candy house, but yeah. I was okay without it. I mean, it just fits it still the movie seems more. yeah, yeah. And I like how they mention how they smell food as they as they get closer to the house. Different yeah, foods right. too, right. which is cool. It's like luring them in from the smell, and they, they're ha- they're hungry. They're looking in the window, and there's like a whole feast. Which, by the way, <laughs> which by the way, I guess hunger blinded them uh, overall because like they're obviously looking for food in places today. But when you see that, wouldn't you expect like something's up? <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah, and that's why I feel like the story, like as a fairy tale, you have to like just take it for what it is, like. It's yeah. going to follow the story, like whether it makes sense yeah. or not. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, well, they kind of tried to make it. They tried to make sense of it. Like basically no, yeah, saying, how, does, you know, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, if you can't, if you as a viewer can't take it for like the classic story, then like, it's just not going to, you know, you're going to be like, well, these kids are dumb. Well, like, don't, right. don't take it for a regular it's Hans, Hans and Gretel, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. But but Hans also, they're not really dumb. They're not really dumb because no, no, they're no. hungry. Right. They're starving. They have to eat. You know what I'm saying? So they're kind of vulnerable in that starving, way. Starving, dude. Literally, our starving. Us out. Like, I like Hansel. How he said something like, uh, "I smell cakes or something," and I don't think I'll be able to resist or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's funny yeah. that he does and she doesn't, but. No, <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of like she's kind of weary of it when they get to the house. But he's like, he he breaks in first, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they go like, through the window. You, he goes through are the you window. cool with like her her entire like literal like I told you I know I use the word solemn. <laughs> yeah, what like, about it? Do, like I was gonna say docile, but she's not exactly docile because. The witch, you know, she doesn't always take the witch's shit. Like, 
Like you know, as it goes but, on, yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but like she's timid and all that. I like that about it. You know, I did. I like that too. But when she starts talking back, like when she starts pushing back against the witch, it kind of like she had this arrogance about her. I thought in a way, and the dialogue yeah, that she, some of the dialogue she had. Yeah, she had. I understand that, but some of the dialogue that was written for was like, I don't know. Just felt. I said over the top, and he was like, "What you mean by over the top?" And yeah, I guess I over know. the top's not the, over the top's not the right description. But whenever she would say certain things that she's talking to the witch, and she's kind of got this arrogance about her, and she starts saying certain things, it just was like eh, it kind of just seems like I keep wanting to say over the top, but it's not. It's not over the top, yeah, right? I just I don't know. I didn't I didn't love that. Well, but. I, like, I like it. I like how she is as the character. Like everything just fits because I feel like if she was like lively and like her brother is more lively than her, but like yeah. I feel like if they were both lively, it wouldn't fit the the like true yeah dark fairy tale he's going for. So yeah. And I understand she's older and she has to be the watcher of him. She has to be more right. yeah. not as not as childlike as he is. She has to be like the more uh, responsible one, you know. Right. So but yeah, uh, I think the food I think at cool the witch's house. Yeah, yeah. That shit looks delicious, especially those little pies. Yeah. Yeah, everything <laughs> has this like polished look though cuz it's like it's like Let's talk about we didn't talk about his well this doesn't go exactly with the colors he uses in this movie. Yeah. But the look of the movie has like a plastic look like the food does. I think. <laughs> Do you think like, so? Um, it I has guess a so. It just, to it, all of it. Yeah. But to me the food looks real though. Yeah, it does, but it also gives off fairy tale. I'm gonna keep saying it. I mean <laughs> It gives off like an animated vibe, not completely. I guess I can but, see that. But yeah, it's like all one color, one same palette. Like you know, yeah, it's not colorful. Yeah, yeah. it's not a colorful. But the food, movie. but man, the food looks good. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, like if you didn't know better, it looks like a solid meal. But obviously, what's what's funny about that though, like when we first see the food, I'm like, damn, man, that food looks delicious. And obviously, they eat the same thing every day. I don't know, it right? seems like it seems like they eat the same few things every day, which and then it, as the movie gets on and we realize what the food actually is, and like it just gets disgusting as we go along. Dude, that's where I would say, you know, well, we'll, we'll, we'll you want to talk about that now? What the food actually what? is, or wait till the ending? What the food actually it is? It doesn't matter. Well, because like the the food is. When you realize what it is, that's when I would say, okay, this Horror. is like getting towards the rated R rating. Yeah. 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 And there's a part, well, a lot of the stuff with the witch and like the, in that little, um, I guess like a dungeon area. I don't know what that would be. That one area of the witch's house where yeah, she does yeah, all the stuff. Much. Yeah, dungeon, that's where yeah. a lot of that, that's where a lot of that close R stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? I think even a head gets chopped off. Right. Yep. There's no blood. I think her head does get like decapitated and I think it was a dream. It ends up being a dream too. But that's pretty close to getting an R. You know, it's pretty close to an R. Yeah. And obviously what the food is. I mean, we can say it. The food, we find out the food's basically entrails and body parts from children, that's right? So nasty. Yeah, which is oh, like... disgusting, yeah. Yeah, so it's like dismal. So I thought like, you know, 
that would be what would make it R. I don't know. I think it's a really dark PG-13 movie. Sorry, my headphone fell out, which that's a very dark what? PG-13 movie. Like Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, but I just like, I like the, I like the, as we, as we get to them, when we first get there and you don't expect none from the witch as from their point of view, the food looks delicious, but as they stay there and as they yeah. realize what it is and like, Oh shit, you, you yeah. kind of had the blinders on. This is not what you think it is, you know? Right. So then once they're, once they're in there and, you know, I think you can tell though, they kind of, well, Sophia Lillis starts to think something's up immediately. Yeah. Um, she but, starts having dreams and shit too. So yeah, but then is when we also get like her practicing like with the witch broom. It's like the witch is kind of making her want to do it though. Yeah, the witch is almost like putting her under her wing, almost like kind of like showing her the way and like telling her right, you have yeah. these powers, like I do. It's it's weird because and then old boys like chopping wood. Yeah, I think he was trying to tell her. He was trying. She was trying to like show her that yeah you have these powers like me and trying to get her on her side but still ultimately trying to eat Hansel <laughs> right yeah which I think helps with like you know if you're trying to make a little more sense of oh why is the witch teaching her how to be a witch as well yeah. well she wants to get close to eat her brother so I mean yeah yeah like and she wants to, to trust her, too. I guess. Yeah. yeah she wants to trust too obviously yeah and um what I wanted to touch on too is with the uh, cover art. I had always thought that was Sophia Lillis on the cover art, pulling the hair out her mouth. Oh no, yeah, it's the witch. Yeah, yeah, it's the witch. Yeah, fucking pigtail, right? Sophia Lillis, like you know, the witch might have made them eat children or something herself. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, and then one of them's pulling it out, like oh, like there was like you know, <laughs> I ate a girl's pigtail, but yeah. That's fucking nasty, the pigtail. Doesn't she pull it out her mouth? The witch yeah, mouth? yeah, completely long one, puts it on the table. Uh, ugh, <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> oh, man, it's cool, though. We're kind of cutting all over the place, but when we at the end, whenever you see all the, the souls of all, those, all the kids that she had eight, you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. That's a lot of fucking kids. Yeah. I like that part, though. I like that. You said you didn't love the ending, but I don't. Okay, so the reason why I don't like the ending as much is because I just think it for a final fight. I mean, I guess you know what can you expect? Oh, from I see what you're game? saying. I yeah, it just wraps up quick and like it wasn't so much. I, I wasn't talking about that part. I understand that part. I understand your point though. Like it definitely a quick. The, the witch and the ending of the witch is kind of abrupt and, and it doesn't last long. Right, I understand yeah, right. that, but. Whenever she takes over, almost like as a witch, and her fingers turn black, right? Yeah, that right. part I loved. I loved all that part. I love yeah. that part actually, because like I said, she's she's killed the witch. Spoiler alert! And uh, all the souls from the witch gets freed up, and that's such a cool scene to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I get that. Like that stuff's cool. I just the whole dungeon part is like really cool. I just yeah. feel like it goes by way quicker than all the other scenes. Like, cause a lot of the other scenes are just inside the house dialogue. It's really cool. Yeah. Like usually one-on-one with Greta and the witch, but like, yeah. I feel like those scenes are cool. But when you get to the 
part where you're like, okay, you know, here's the climax. It's just kind of it's quick, but yeah. Um, and it's like at that point, I wanted like a big ending because I was loving the movie, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I just accepted it as that's the way the witch goes out, but she kind of gets overpowered by Sophia Lillis, I guess. Really, yeah. And then her her um, she gets decapitated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she moves that she moves that broom thing or whatever it was, but like because Sophia Lillis is tied down, but she uses her powers to stab the witch or decapitate the witch, really. Yeah, because her brother is uh About climbing up a ladder. To jump in like a big cauldron. <laughs> no, he's about to go into a cage and the cage lowers down to the fire. He's oh, about to get, yeah. He's okay, about to get, yeah, you're right, you're right. It goes yeah. into like a cauldron though, right? Yeah, something? something like that. It was, I thought it was just yeah. a big fire. Like she, he, he gets roasted. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to touch on anything else? Because we kind of, like I said, we've been all over the place. We touched on the ending already. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of parts to the movie. Like, I don't think we touched enough on how much the score and the visuals are we talked about it a little bit but man i i don't think it should be understated that's that's really this movie's bread and butter is how it looks and how it sounds and how it makes you feel because of those things right well you mentioned earlier the triangle house and i mean they got a good bit of triangles in this movie too there's a suspiria nod too If you look at the window on one of the doors of the house, it's uh-huh. it's like the same cutout of like one of the doors in Suspiria. Oh, really? Yeah, same exact thing. Yep. Which I mean, Suspiria is a witch movie, so it makes sense. Yeah. But um. So he's a fan. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely a fan of Suspiria for sure. <laughs> and I mean, the way the color palette looks, it looks like it could be. I mean, Dario Argento shot his, his movies were shot and looked fucking amazing. So I mean, he probably took a crazy page from that book. Yeah, it's crazy because the, the colors, you know? the colors in this, like it starts off yellow. Yeah, but then like there's like blues and stuff of just these big, like light sources that are just coming through. Like whenever they go. They go into the the ladies. Don't they go into a house and they have like an axe? Not you. Not talking about not the witch's house. No. Uh. Uh-uh. That's the mom so, has the axe. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's all blue. It's house? blue. Yes, it's blue. Yeah. 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 And like, it's just cool, and like, it just looks nice. And then, of course, the oh, lighting yeah. in the woods is yellowish green and stuff. You know. Yeah. And, I, and the score and the score comes in at the perfect times. I feel like too. I know, and it's like this, like not like, even just not film. even just the tree scene that we talked about, but like right, just yeah. as the movie goes along, the score adds to those scenes in like such perfect ways. Such a good score, and also I don't know if you've ever seen the cut, like the vinyl artwork for the score for the soundtrack. No, I have haven't. you ever seen it? It's like this. Um, it's a purple background, but like in the middle is the pie, like the witch's pie. Uh-huh. But the uh, the lattice for the pie, like the cover of the apple pie, is shaped into a pentagram. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I it's got like the pie it. oozing out, but it's kind of like almost like blood. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sick. But yeah, the score is man, the score is awesome. It's by it's by a dude, like we said, dude named Rob. He just goes by Rob. Oh, really? 
just one name Rob. Yeah, but the score is amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like the score a lot. Yeah. And how and what about how the movie was shot with the camera working all too? It's like this up close and like Yep. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a it's a POV looking thing, but like I don't know, it just the camera looks weird. I heard it was shot on some like small camera. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know exactly the type of camera it was, but he said it was a very small camera they shot it on. Yeah, man. I think um I think it's shot really well. The colors look great, as we talked about the score. That's my favorite part, but because how the score and the the visuals make you feel, you know. Yeah, right. Definitely evokes something to me. Yeah. So, um, well, is there any scenes left that you really want to touch on? There's another one I want to touch on, but do you have any in the middle of the movie or anywhere? Um. Uh, the only scene I well, one of the scenes that come to mind was happens kind of early whenever uh, Hansel and Gretel are um, just going through the woods by their own, trying to survive, and it gets dark, and they're yeah. like getting spooked out. You know, Hansel's kind of like I'm kind of scared, and Gretel is too, but she's trying to play the the tough, the tough like sibling. But then off in the distance, she sees the witch or like the witch figures. Yeah. So do you like? And the they're backlit. They're backlit with a certain neon hat. color. Fucking you know? right. I love that. I love that witch hat. It yeah. reminds me of a cornucopia. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Because it kind of curves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's just creepy, kind of, because she's just standing Very there. Very creepy. Yeah, it's just a silhouette. It reminds me of uh, Mandy whenever you see those bikers oh, yeah. in the distance. Yeah. Same type of feel, you know what I'm saying? But it's, yeah. it's fucking awesome because, like, the witches, it's dark everywhere because they show Sophia Lillis and uh, Hansel and. Well, they show Hansel and Gretel, and they're in kind of like very dark. And then when they look in the distance, it's dark. But then you see the witch's silhouette blacked out pretty easily, and and, and there's like this neon thing, color behind it. Yeah, that kind of makes me wish the only thing I would change would be to make the witch in the house wear the hat. Like I don't know. I oh think it would, yeah, yeah. She don't really wear it, you know, or she don't wear it at all. She wears it to go out, doesn't she? Uh, maybe so, yeah. But like, yeah, she had left know, one time, even, like, yeah, yeah. I know you don't ever saying. see her like full on, like, scary in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I know they but... leave whenever she leaves the house to go do something. I think she goes, she says she has to go visit somebody and she has a shovel and she has yeah. a hat. And that's when the that's hat was weird on. with the shovel, too. Yeah, she got it on her shoulder and she does look, excuse me, she does look weird as fuck. Yeah. yeah, I like it though. It's, it's definitely a good, it's a vibe for sure. Um. So, which one you want to talk about? The scene. Yeah. So it's just the final ending. Like, do you like how they part ways? Like, well, we kind of talked about it. I thought, well, if you're thinking about it from like he's kind of young and stuff, but yeah, uh, right. uh yeah, I guess it's it's fine. Like, she's kind of like taking, she's kind of accepting that she's a witch, and she kind of like takes over the witch's house. Yeah, <laughs> for like by herself, she doesn't let him yeah. stay with her. I guess it's kind of like you know, I'm on my own path, and I'm not gonna keep you here with me to just be by my side. You go do your Strange, own thing. Yeah, though, like he's so little, he's so little, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's definitely weird in that, in that way. <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's what that's, that's, what, I tried, that's what I mentioned earlier. <laughs> Figure it out, yeah. But I think he was ultimately gonna go to that place where that hunter told him to go in the beginning where he's going to be safe, you know? Right. Yeah. 
but still just let him go like tell a horse okay take him here yeah. safely <laughs> um yeah uh any other scenes you want to talk about no man i think that's it um i'm just really yeah. glad we ended up watching this one solid 2020 pick um yeah. actually Definitely. funny thing enough i told you this i went to a bookstore near me recently yeah. And I I wanted to own it after watching it this time. And lo and behold, I go to the bookstore near me and they have it. So I picked it up. Were you looking for it? Or you just saw it? It even happens. I wasn't looking for it. I was just looking through the horror section, see if anything pops out. And the cool thing about this bookstore is, you know, Gardner and Hanzo is not a boutique release, but yeah. I could find some pretty cool gems in this store sometimes. And... It's just so weird to me how coincidentally, you know, the the week that we watched this, it ends up in the bookstore, and I, I don't know. It's just weird to me because, like, we've talked about so many movies. It could pop up whenever it wants, but it pops up exactly when we're watching it. It's just strange. Yeah, it's a synchronicity. Yeah, it's fucking cool. And you said it's not a boutique release, the Han- the Grell and Hansel release, but I could see a boutique label putting this out eventually down oh, the line. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. a cool, cool art commission art for it and all. Yeah, it'd be dope. And I probably would pick it up to be honest. Yeah, I do like the um, artwork on it. I picked it up too with the slipcover, like I told you, eight dollars, man. Yeah, it's um, a steal for sure. I love the I love the artwork on it. It's simple, but a yellow yellow art. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm just glad we rewatched it. I'm really uh. Really hyped because I don't know. I, I just ended up liking it a lot, and it's, you know, maybe, it's, maybe it's because it's like our start to the new year and everything, and like our first episode back to this format, which I was excited yeah. for. Yeah. But it's a good movie. I like it. Um, so I ended up giving it. I believe I have it at a eight out of ten. I believe. Ooh. So yeah. yeah, but um, Solid. what did you have it before? Four out of five. Do you remember? I was sitting at a three out of five, probably like that a, was like a what a. Six point five out of ten. Oh damn! So you come up like a point and a half on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was a ten. It was a ten for me for a while. Like no, I had rated it a ten. Well, I had seen it in the theater first, and it affected me in a way where I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking <laughs> sick!" And it looked great, sounded great in the theater. I seen it one more time outside of the theater, and it affected me just the same. And it hadn't been since 2020 since I had revisited it. And so we're watching it now and I still love it almost just as much, obviously, but seeing it now and thinking about my 10 out of 10 that I used to give it, it's definitely not, it's not a perfect movie. I don't think so. I was like, well, let me, let me, let me, let me come back on that rating a little bit. Cause I felt like 10 out of 10 was too high, but even so I still think it's not far off. I, I gave it a nine out of 10. So only one point off. Um, I love this movie. Actually, I just love the movie. It's visually appealing. It sounds great, and music and how a movie looks can strongly affect my rating of a movie. <laughs> right. Of like, course. Even if the movie itself, even if the movie itself has flaws, yeah. But even if the movie itself, not saying this has a ton of flaws. I'm sure, I mean, it does. Every movie has flaws, but even if a movie has a few flaws, if if aesthetic. Lee and like music wise and score wise if it if it hits right and it and, and I remember that about it like it goes a long way for me you know yeah for sure 
Dude, yeah, I mean, so. let's just talk about real quick. Black Friday, baby. Freaking Severn was dropping Raiders of the Living Dead. <laughs> and we both... I sent you the trailer to this, right? We both sent you the tra- wanted this solely song. because of the theme of it. Yeah, yeah. The like, theme song of that movie is so catchy and it, it stays in your head. Or after me. Barrel, boom, boom, barrel, it's barrel. so funny, barrel. though. It's so funny. It's sick. Yeah, I love that song. It's great. And it makes me want to buy it just because of the theme, for sure. So I understand what you're saying. But, like, <laughs> this, the movie, Grotto, Grotto and Hanzo, the score is so different, though. <laughs> like, it's not the same at all as that. Like, it's a different appeal. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's it's a different type of score. But, yeah, I know what you mean. The music definitely. Like, saying, yeah. like, the score in general. Yep. Like, completely different movie. <laughs> Different yeah, tone and everything, but right, right. I love horror movies, but music is my first passion. I think first love, and so when there's good, solid movie, first when love. there's a good <laughs> first love, like I love horror movies and stuff, but music is where my heart is originally. And like when you get a horror movie with a great score, like it just adds so much. Like horror scores and horror movies go hand in hand. If the score is not good in a horror movie, it can affect it badly. I think, or it could just make it not as good. A good score and a good horror movie. A good score can make a horror movie better is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but you're also one too that like you have like I have my I have some ones that I love and what I would say is favorites, but you probably have like a longer list of favorites because you just remember those movies better than I do. Like like with the it's zombie theme and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Well like zombie, like I remember that theme and stuff, but like you could probably find you could you probably remember the themes of more than I'll remember like Yeah, I understand what you're saying. You rewatch a lot too more than me, so Well, I used to. You've been watching more than me lately. Yeah. Which is funny because I think I'm getting in this little mood of like wanting to rewatch my favorites right now, which is very rare for me because I'm always looking for something new. Right. But, I know you always are for sure. Yeah, because there's so much, so much I haven't seen. So I just always yeah, it's have fun. fun to, it's fun to rewatch movies that you haven't seen that you love, though. Yeah, especially your favorites. But but yeah, man, that was Gretel and Hansel from 2020. Um, that, that was my pick. Um, like I said, I love this movie. Um, and then our next episode is going to be Cam's pick, and it's going to be back to the 60s. Yeah, which I and believe, and I'm pretty well, sure you already know which movie's going to be. You told me what it was probably going to be. Yeah, do you think we should say it or just wait? Uh, it's up to you because I don't know if we're gonna, always going to have the movie. Well, like I... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you said it so fast. <laughs> That's it. You got to play the you got to play the episode in like half speed to understand what he said, yeah. and then you'll know what next you know what the next episode is going to be. But yeah, so we're yeah, do... we'll leave it like that. Um, sixties next, and then we back. Yeah. Man, I'm just excited to be back to our format. It was just cool because like you know. We could we could rewatch we do some rewatches, but also there's things that you know I picked that you might not have seen. Same thing with you for me. Yep. Yep. Just exciting. And I'm still so, not count. I'm still not counting out like us. One of us picking a movie that we both hadn't seen because I still think I that's going to be but fun it's too. So hard, man. Because what if we? It's hard. It? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, if that it's does happen, like if I do, fun. I know, yeah. But obviously, if I do pick a movie that we haven't seen, I'm going to try to pick something that's you know yeah. not. Been rated shit by everybody, <laughs> but we've seen a lot of the good, highly rated. So we have, yeah. So. But I mean, there's a lot of movies we haven't seen, so I'm sure there's a bunch of gems all day that we haven't seen. That would be cool to see 
on the podcast for the first time that we could talk about, you know? Right. Yeah. But with that being said, yes, this is That's our episode 2020's pick for episode 33, right? Yeah. Episode 33. Correct. Yep. The moon though. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, check out the yeah. Instagram page. Give us a rating. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Give us a rating. Let us know how we doing. Spread the word. Yeah. We appreciate we'll everybody as always. Yep. yep. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hell yeah. Later.